This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. The Garages is one of the best-selling Seattle bands on Bandcamp. They released more than 50 albums on the site since the group started in the summer of 2020. The Garages performs exclusively on Twitch, with some of their performances getting five to 7,000 views at one time. But The Garages isn't really from Seattle. The band calls Seattle its home base, but the band's 80-plus members are from all over the world. Its members met through a mutual love of the fantasy baseball video game called Blazeball. June September, who actually does live in Seattle, was the first person to write a song for The Garages. It was a tongue-in-cheek nod to Nirvana's heart-shaped box. The song was called Heart-Shaped Hot Dog. I had a copy of Ableton. I had a ukulele. And so I uh, wrote a fake little heavily distorted ukulele ballad and shared that with some other people who were fans. And very quickly, just a bunch of musicians kind of flocked all around and started creating music together. I caught up with the Garage's members June September and Yana Querenach to learn more about the group. I asked why they chose Seattle to be the fictional home base for the Garage's. Here's Yana. I mean, the team's called the Seattle Garages. And I think we kind of, we took that and we're like, okay, Seattle, there's like grunge, garage rock. We feel really strongly about like this sort of area of music and and where music comes from. Because like Seattle's legendary for a ton of different musical styles. And so like, I think at first, the first few of our songs were like Heart Shaped Hot Dog, a parody of Nirvana's About a Girl called About a Squirrel. And I made a parody song of a Decemberist song. So, you know, just just threw like a bunch of Pacific Northwest stuff together. We're like, it's grunge. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's always going to be. It did not stay always grunge. It kind of got a little wonky. When I first found out about you, I found out about you through the Seattle Met um, with an article titled, How the Garages Became Seattle's Biggest Band. And the article described you as, quote, the result feels like car seat headdress, early band camp output collided with a Jesus Christ superstar production conceived in a Discord chat and directed by a queer Dungeons and Dragons group. Uh, The band is hectic. It's funny. It's weird. It's ironic. It's earnest. I'm curious what you think of that description. I think that's it lovely description i love it (laughs) it's it's perfect it's the perfect encapsulation of kind of how it all how it all looks from the outside and of course from the inside there's a lot more organization and and effort that goes behind all of that um easy freegoing uh 56 uh individual albums on Bandcamp situation wow 56 so i'm curious so you started this started online via this baseball video game. 
how did the garages grow to have 80 plus members? Like, how did it grow so fast? Yeah, I think that comes from a philosophy among uh, the people who were uh, making the music, which was just make stuff. Don't be worried about making good music. Just make things, be creative. And I think that allowed a lot of um, people to join in I can expand on on June's anecdote a little bit more uh, insofar as before this, I had never written a song. I had learned guitar like in middle school insofar as, you know, when your dad's like, you're going to learn an instrument or do something and you have a guitar teacher that comes over maybe once a month and you're like, I've totally been practicing. And then hopped on and there was this whole group of, of folks on the Discord and I'm like, I have an acoustic guitar on my wall that I've not touched in like years. And someone, Ficcioni, uh, just is like, just pick it up, make bad music, just put it out there anyway, have fun. It doesn't matter if it's good. What matters is that you make it. And now we're, um, we're a little over three years down the line. And I've performed on stage like three times. I've been able to write my own like actual music, not just parodies of songs. And so it's just been, it's just been incredible. In your band camp, you describe the garage's music as being about, quote, being gay, the apocalypse, and fighting the gods. Talk more about some of your favorite songs by the garages. It's really funny looking back because it feels like such a lifetime ago when we wrote that, when we when we started that sort of ethos up. And we, we always joke that there's like a scope creep of, it was all garage music in the beginning. It was very lo-fi. It was very throw a bunch of things together in like the barest bones program and, and make a song. Um, and so, like, our classic, everyone is like, this is the song that the garages got known by, is Rain's song, Mike Townsend Was a Disappointment, which is just this incredible, like, grungy, almost diss track of a song about a pitcher who's just really bad and everyone really hates him. My favorite from like the older days of the garages is Get Normal, also by Rain off of Encore, or An Incomplete and Contradictory History of Jalen Hotdog Fingers, Her Trials and Tribulations, which is the entire album. There is a period in it, and it is it kind of exemplifies what this music became to us, where it wasn't so much just like, there is this character that we're going to make music about, period, that's it. It is what music always does, where it takes it takes a figure, it takes an idea, it takes a feeling, and it creates a story behind it, and it can allegorize to so much more, which is what I think our music really sort of shines at. Is like, sure, on the surface, it's about it's about this 
pitcher who rose very high and then was incinerated as a result uh, because baseball. But in reality, it's about like we've been through this like cycle of of pain and of violence, and how do we break out of it? And how do we get back to some semblance of normal? one of the best-selling Seattle bands on Bandcamp. Talk about how you've been able to build a following. Part of that is uh, through word of mouth with the Discord. When baseball kind of started, it was a lot smaller of a, a fan group. It was a lot of like late 20s, early 30s numbers nerds that also happened to be queer that wanted like a sports space that wasn't like as toxic as some other sports spaces can be. And then as the game grew and as the audience grew, you pulled in a ton of other people, a ton of other fandoms from the internet and everyone kind of found that and found the garages from there. But our real big like breakout, if you will, was doing these uh, Desert Bus for Hope shows online where we would record a live show of sorts where each of us take the audio from whatever we're playing or singing. We take a video of that. We all plug it together. We have video editors put it together and it's like a live show of sorts. We're all playing the music at the same time, on screen at the same time, uh, and broadcast that out to, I think our first Desert Bus was like 5,000 people. And was that on Twitch? Yes, that was on Twitch. And like from there, it just kind of like every so often we would get like a ping on Twitter. It's like, hey, have you heard of this band? Or like, where did they come from? What is this music about? And that's kind of how we grew that. It's just like people were really interested in not only our music, but in like the charity work we were doing with these Desert Bus for Hope shows or these other shows. And just kind of this like, having so much output means that people can find the music that they want in our, in our like sort of output. We have country Western, we have a ska album. There's like a concept album of sorts. It's all over the place. There's like some, a little bit of something for everyone. That was Yana Quernock and June September talking about the band, The Garages. I guess I'm used to moving on. It's not the first time I can ask politely, but despite me, it won't be the last. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I guess I've seen a few revivals in my time.
That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.